episode of Sweet Gravy. Carmen, this is a very special, special, special episode because this is episode 100. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Episode 100? We've been we doing made it? it to the triple digits. Yeah. yeah you we... are now entering a okay, stinky stop. goat cheese of a sandwich. We're in the 100, the triple digits. Aren't I you excited? we ruined the 100th episode. <laughs> well, no, no. I don't think we would have made it here without my manses and i'm just uh so thank you for everybody you know who <laughs> helped us get there that's the funniest sound white ever what manses manses <laughs> you know what a manses is <laughs> like, like my manses yeah my manses and them <laughs> <laughs> it is so silly because everybody know what it is, but it's like, why is he saying it that way? It throws people off. Like you can say my man's. Yeah. Right. But, but he, he says manses. Yeah. Manses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for all the people out there that have supported us, you know, in this uh, journey and, uh, you know. Yeah, we had, uh, and- we've had some good people on as guests and uh, we have some people who follow and listen along, which is very nice. Oh yeah, thank you to everyone. Yes, appreciate it. And uh, maybe do you think we have a hundred more in us? I think so. You think so? Life continues. There's always something to talk about. So yeah, life goes on. You know what's funny about Donnell Rollins is I was just watching The Corner. Have you ever seen that? No. So The Corner, you've seen The Wire, right? Yeah. Okay, so The Corner was pretty much the setup for the wire the wire is the corner but it's just a bigger production like the corner was uh they shot it based off of real people's stories mm-hmm. and uh Daniel rollins played one of the characters in the corner mm-hmm. because he's in the wire right but on a corner he's uh he plays like a, a heroin addict or whatever mm-hmm. and he does such a good job with the character and he's so young and he got hair and everything it's mm-hmm. so weird to see him yeah it's like jesus that's young Daniel with hair and Mm-hmm. He did so good with the acting role. Mm-hmm. I was just surprised to see how good he did with that role. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It made me look at him different. I mean, he's just a goofball, but that was a serious role. It wasn't a funny role, and mm-hmm. he did so good with it. Well, you know, you. I think if you step into the, you, you try to be the famous man, try to be an actor man, try to be in the Hollywood, you know, right. you do whatever pays the bills. And then, you know, his biggest break came in form of Chappelle show and then right. he was that goofy guy right Ashley Larry he sells candles mm-hmm. you know you know added from Ashley to classy yeah all that stuff you know yeah. so like that's where the money is yeah and even now like he's still literally he make money right now off of just going to the breakfast club and joking around with Charlemagne and him right and being that goofy dude being the goofy man yeah uh it's funny you know um so 
Ellen DeGeneres, she's done with her talk show, Carmen. Yeah, I heard. She retired. Yeah. Retired out of the out of the uh the talk show the daytime talk show game. About yeah. a couple years too late, you know? Yeah, she, probably a couple years too late. She's been know, doing it for a long time. No, because you know, she got the the uh hostile work environment, mm-hmm. you know, uh files put against her. Yeah. But you th- you think you think we're up to the task to fulfill like an Ellen DeGeneres? You think we could do it? Um, maybe you could. I don't know if I could. No, we would have to do it. Imagine if we if okay, Sweet so, Gravy took over Ellen. Yeah, if Sweet Gravy took over the Ellen. The Ellen because yeah. it's not the Ellen. But you don't have show. to dance because Ellen yeah, used to dance. Gotta, I love to dance. We've we've been over this before. You I don't dance like no dance. Ellen. Huh? I, I dance way better than an Ellen. <laughs> I got like three more moves than Ellen does. Definitely. <laughs> you don't think so? And she just moves. She just sways side to side. Yeah. yeah. I, I can go front and back. And sometimes <laughs> I jump. <laughs> so I three moves right there. That's so funny. Um, But uh, imagine, because we do everything ourselves with this. Right. What if you had other people to do the other things, right? You, know, you just sit down and just be the face of everything. Right. You could do it. I wonder who she's going to actually get to replace or who they're going to get. It's like you got to, I mean, in order to fill that spot where people, people watch the Ellen show for Ellen. It's mm-hmm. the same thing that's going on. With well, the, people would watch whatever they put there also. Maybe. Well, like, no, yeah. But I mean, it's a specific fan base that watches that. Yeah, it's so you the have to people put, that are at home all day, right? So you got to put something there that captures that fan base, right? It's like uh, like Regis and Kathy Lee, mm-hmm. right? They go through this whole thing of uh, okay, we need to they find Kelly Ripa, you know? Right. Then it's Regis and Kelly, and now mm-hmm. it's Kelly and Michael. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Strahan did it. Yeah. Now I think well, it's, people like Michael Strahan, so it makes sense. Now I think it's. Uh, 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 Seacrest out. People like Seacrest too, yeah. so that works too. Um, Ryan, he out of control. But you just need the, the two people there, right? Yeah. Like it don't really matter who it is. It kind of does matter. Nah, not really, as long as Gelman's there, right? Is Gelman <laughs> still in, on the show? I'm not sure. I don't know. He was the producer. Yeah. And then Regis would go, Gelman, get over it. <laughs> and he'd be off in the corner, you know, mm-hmm. and then they'd go to him. Oh, I like Gelman. It's the same thing right now that's happening, I think, with the Wendy Williams show. Is Wendy Williams show is about to be taken over by Sherry Shepard. And then Wendy just did an interview and said, I won't be watching. Like, um, Sherry's fine, but like, she get kicked I out? won't be watching. Well, she, and my mom just was asking me that too. Like, why did she, why is she not doing the show anymore? Well, she passed out on live TV two times. What? And she starts stuttering. The first time she starts stuttering and mumbling, just gibberish. And then uh-huh. she just, it. it looked like she purposely did it, but they was like, no, she just went, her brain just went retarded. Or, sorry, I can't say that word. Her brain just went crazy, and then she just passed out on the floor, and they had to get her up and then stop the programming. Right. They lost a bunch of money that time. And then the second time, she starts shaking in the chair and all that and passed out again. Oh, it was no. like, um, she can't do the show no more. No more. And then she checked herself into a mental institution. She said she had health problems. Nobody actually knows what is going on besides people who's probably in her like behind the scenes in her circle but nobody can figure out exactly what's going on they think she might be back on drugs or something like that Mm -hmm. and uh so 
what they did was they gave all her staff to to Sherry Shepard. So they they already signed the contracts coming on for the Sherry Shepard show. Mm-hmm. So Wendy's like, I'm going to be back by the end of the year. And the producers came out and was like, um, no, she not. Because we already gave her staff to Sherry Shepard and they already signed contracts. Right. The I'm sorry, Wendy Williams, but you know the gaffer. The, he he needs he's got a family. He needs a job. Yeah, and so it's been proud him over here. And it's been too long now. Yeah. It's been it's a, a year job. since you've been uh, able to do your show. Mm-hmm. So at this point, all this money is just flying past. They've been trying to like put a uh, different people to host in her spot, and I think finally they settled. Like Sherry Shepard got the mm-hmm. we, she taken over, but who they have? Uh, Michael Rappaport on there. And it was like Michael Rappaport for Wendy. Like, no, nobody wants to sit there and listen to his angry ass. I like Michael Rappaport. Scream about for an hour in the daytime every single day. Uh-huh. He's, He's not great. a guy that you want to hear in the daytime. <laughs> you don't want to eat your breakfast and listen to fucking Michael Rappaport. Why not? Because he's too much. Michael Rappaport. He gets so angry, like, when he's talking and he gets so caught he, up in what he's saying. He was on The Fighter and the Kid one time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Brian Callen. One of the he's the he's the kid mm-hmm. or is he the fighter? He's the kid. No, is he? Yeah. Um, if it's him and Brendan Schaub, he's definitely not the fighter. I know, but Brendan Schaub's the kid when it comes to comedy, and but Brian he, Callen's always been like a fighter man. Yeah, but I how think you gonna it's be, flipped. How you gonna be the fighter I know, when Brendan Schaub on there? I understand, but I think that it's flipped. But it might not be. I'm not sure. But anyway, he wasn't there. But he phoned in, right? And Michael Rappaport was there. So it's just Michael Rappaport and Brendan Schaub. Mm-hmm. And it's a video call. And at the time, Brian Callen was in a show called Schooled. It was a spinoff off of uh, the Goldbergs. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> they don't show what he looks like because they're looking at it on the phone, you know? Yeah. And Michael Rappaport's, look at you, you mutant. You look like a mutant. <laughs> It's so funny, just the way he says, "You, you mutant." Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to watch him mutant? in Wendy Williams' spot. Oh, this man. is not the same. So he's so funny, though. Do you ever see uh, War at Home? No. Oh, uh, it's a sitcom that he was in. He was the father. Uh huh. He was dad, and he's like, he's got his hands, and he's always like, "What, what are you doing?" <laughs> it's great. Yeah, awesome. I yeah. don't know. I'm not necessarily a fan of his. He's just too much. You gotta get with it. No, not that one. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, obviously I'm sad that uh, Norm MacDonald passed because... That was months ago. I really liked him. Yeah. I've been... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm in the Norm MacDonald uh, algorithm right now. And I so know. That's what made me bring him up because I miss him. All my He's stuff. He's so too funny, man. All my stuff is like every other thing is like a Norm MacDonald. And uh, yeah, it's like... And one of the things was... I think it started whenever... Uh, Gilbert Gottfried passed away. Yeah. And there's a there's a thing where there So many people passed the last couple of years. They do a little uh, Norm Macdonald has a show on Netflix. Yeah. Called Norm Macdonald has a show. And it's just him and Adam Egget. Adam Egget is like the comedy store like manager man. He sets mm-hmm. up the he sets up the uh, lineups for the nights and yeah. stuff. And he he helped, you know, do the show with Norm Macdonald. He was just like the the sidekick man, and mm-hmm. then they would have a, one guest on there, and they'd talk for an hour, and that would be the show. Right. And Norm's always, like, picking fun at Well, that started as uh, a 
Norm Macdonald Live, which was a podcast that he was doing, a video right. podcast that he was doing. And one of the ones that they did before it was on Netflix was Gilbert Godfrey. And so at the end of every episode, they have like a bunch of jokes that they read. And the jokes aren't really like funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the person reading the joke doesn't know what the joke is or the punchline. Mm-hmm. So they're just reading it cold. <laughs> Norm's just over there laughing. He thinks it's the funniest thing. He is. Gilbert, he... Gilbert like, who writes this stuff? Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, did you write this? It's All so the bad. guests always ask him, you can't say that. Who writes this stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? And he say all types of stuff. Yeah. He's like, I didn't write it. I don't right. know. We don't know who wrote it. <laughs> Orientationist, uh, mm-hmm. racist, all this stuff. All this stuff. Yeah. And people are just like, you can't say that. Yeah. It's like, I didn't say there. it. He's, You're reading you're it. You're the one reading it. Like, <laughs> I didn't write it. Well, who wrote it? I don't know. He That's the guy around here. Yeah, yeah. He just smiles and laughs the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's good. He was too good. <laughs> I think uh, Joe Rogan had a, I think it was Joe Rogan had a flight with him. They're like sitting together. Mm-hmm. And he keeps talking about how uh, how he quit smoking. Mm-hmm. And he like talks about it all, like the, the whole flight. He's, flight. Like, he's like, I quit smoking. I quit smoking. Blah 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 blah. And the minute they get side of the, outside of the airport, he starts smoking a cigarette. Joe <laughs> <So laughs> Rogan is like, he's like, what is it? He just talked to me for three hours about how he quit smoking. <laughs> he's he's like, put he put energy into that joke <laughs> just yeah. to get you. Yeah, it's yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, that's super funny. <laughs> he was a he was a good one. So, uh, Latrice said we should get into some details of this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what, like, she's following it like crazy. She's super into it. Like, right. I'm already done because once she pooped on his, her and her friends pooped on his bed, guilty. you lost. That's guilty. the end of it. <laughs> well, you no are guilty. Right. You don't deserve no money. You deserve to pay him money. Just that alone. Mm-hmm. Trial over. But right. we got to listen to all of it because now it's her turn to be cross-examined. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I think her, she's crazy. Well, the the interesting thing is, um, so there's this case of she said that with her divorce settlement, she was going to donate it all to two char- charities, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she pledged to donate it, but none of them received the money yet. Mm-hmm. And then like this, because uh, com- she, I'm pretty sure she got what they say, fourteen million in she got the seven. Divo- seven, seven million, million in the divorce settlement, right? And uh, so uh, Camille's like, oh, so they didn't get the, you didn't donate, and she said, I pledged to donate it. It's the same thing. How is it the same <laughs> thing? <laughs> and she's like, I, but you didn't give them the money. And she's like, I pledged to do it. Like they'll get it, but and then she's like, "But Johnny keeps suing me, so I can't, I can't give them the money because I don't have it right now because I keep having, I keep getting sued by this man." <laughs> and so then you know, is this his fault that? Uh, then don't bring that into the court. Don't bring that into the trial about you donating money and like that being significant when you didn't actually donate it. Mm-hmm. Like you, your people introduced that notion into the trial. What did you do with that money? You got this much, and you're like, well, I donated it. And they're like, well, you didn't donate it. Well, I pledged to donate it, but I couldn't donate it because he keep bringing Okay, so right. you didn't donate it. Why did you no, bring No, but it? I pledged to it. And she's like, it's the same thing. Like, it, it, it became like a semantics battle. 
But it's, it's like, really not. In, it's in, not even that in a girl. legal sense. Like the thing is that there's lawyers that their whole job, they don't they don't do the the trials. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're there to put commas in the right place. Mm-hmm. You know, semicolons where they should go. Right. You know, no, that shouldn't be a semicolon. Oh, I hate Become. a semicolon. It you know? me out. And that's what they do. They just write contracts, and they wordage is important in, right. in law. Mm-hmm. So a pledge is not a donation. No. <laughs> that don't even got nothing to do with law. That's common sense. <laughs> right. But they're in a yeah, courthouse, you're like, though. Yeah, I know. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like. And then uh, there's uh, talk of... Uh, pictures that uh she there's two pictures and one of them is with a light on the other is without a light on mm-hmm. and she's saying that uh, uh camille i think is the name of johnny depp's new lady lawyer that's yeah you popped out of nowhere this week yeah right and uh she's like uh, you doctored those photos didn't you and she's like no it's a different light and she's like, yeah, you edited them. <laughs> she's like, she's like trying to just poking at her. Like you, mm-hmm. you did it. And then she's like, oh, she's only sidestepping the, yeah, she's like, uh, it doesn't appear to. Uh, she talked about how she got hit in the lip mm-hmm. and her teeth went through her lip. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's no injuries there. Is there? <laughs> she's like, it doesn't appear to be. There doesn't appear to be an injury. Yeah, she, I think that. This trial was good for Johnny Depp. Uh, like you said, I think they're both probably a little scummy. Yeah. But she's the trash mo- people. But she is super scummy. Uh-huh. And like this trial, he's playing the game. Uh-huh. And she's not. Right. And she looks because all well, the he, things she's done. He, he's looks- playing chess. She playing checkers. Right. Right. They both playing the game. Well, also she's done more disgusting things to him than he's done to her. Right. That like she only thing she's saying is like he uh he was mean to me and like he beat me up and he's like I've never put my hands on her. Mm-hmm. And like like you gotta prove that. Like right. and I don't know what she's doing, but all the stuff about him, like the poop on the bed and like all that stuff, like girl, mm-hmm. you look crazy right now and then now they got all those memes of her faces that she's making mm-hmm. and she looks like a fucking psycho she ain't never getting no more work after this you don't think so no never she again nope i mean maybe 20 after, years after a while when it died down when mm-hmm. people move on to the next and like forget about it but for now you ain't gonna be making no money girl and you're spending it all in court you pledged that money. You know you ain't giving it to them. <laughs> you ain't giving them that money. Uh-huh. Anybody can pledge money. That but a pledge. What does a pledge mean? It's an honor system. Hopefully, you keep good on the pledge that you made. Right. But she's not going to because it was bullshit from the beginning. She pledged the money to make herself look. It was for a reason. She did it. She didn't do it because she wanted to be charitable. Well, I mean, do you need? Okay, so this is also a thing that uh, she's saying that uh, because of her legal battles you know johnny depp he lost but he lost a a lot more money but uh she's saying that she's people don't want her for the stuff and they're trying to get her kicked out of aquaman too you know Mm -hmm. she's like i gotta and then uh there was some stuff with Mm l'oreal the makeup company Mm -hmm. and uh she was like i was at a live event but they couldn't use the footage and just stuff like that where she didn't get didn't make money but she her whole thing was I I get seven 
million dollars from the divorce, I'm going to donate the money to charity. You say that that's just to make her look better. Mm-hmm. Just like she literally just told him that pledging and donating is basically like thing. a Robin Hood type thing. Yeah. Where like I'm going to take this money from Johnny Depp and give it to charity. Yeah. Like, isn't that kind of like like if you I mean, but she ain't got the money to be donating seven million. Right. She what is she suing him for? A hundred million dollars or something? Uh, well, he's suing her for fifty, and then she's counter suing for a hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. she can't afford to give away no seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. My girl, where your money coming from? She said she made one million for Aquaman, and she's set to make two for Aquaman two. Okay, <laughs> that's so, less than seven so, million. But, Why would but, you give away the seven? Johnny Depp, he probably lost you know at least in the tens for the last. A Harry Potter movie, mm-hmm. you know, that he dropped out of. I mean, it's been a couple of things that he's been dropped from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he lost money. That's the thing. Uh, people were saying, like, he's still, only only thing he's going to get out of this situation is that his name looks better and, like, people are going to feel bad for him and want to put him in movies now. Mm-hmm. But you ain't going to get the money from her. Right. Because she ain't got it. Right. <laughs> you ain't, you can sue her for $50 million. They could take all her, like, they could do, take as much as they can until they can't take no more, mm-hmm. you know, but you still ain't going to, like, she ain't going to make the $50 million. Like, what is she going to do to make that $50 million? I don't know. And right now, she really ain't about to be getting no jobs after this, so she really ain't about to make, so at the end of the day, he ain't going to get no money for what he sued her for. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can, he's just going to make her life more difficult, Right. but he ain't going to really get much from that. But he will get a career, his career back, I believe, after this. I don't think so. I think that even before the articles that are in question came out, that he was on the downslope already. I don't think that this is going to give him too much of a boost. Well, if, well, I'll tell you this much. You ever see tran- Transcendent? No. Exactly. Yeah. You watch The Professor? No. No. But he still did a movie and got money, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, people have to see it. Well, I'll tell one. you this much. Uh, Monique was blackballed, and 50 Cent just said, I'm sick of this, and he put her in his show. Mm-hmm. So now she's back on. She's not back on. She's on a 50 Cent <laughs> show. Do you realize that 50 Cent shows is like the highest rated shows on Stars? You realize that Stars is like one of the bottom tier channels? What does it matter? <laughs> He's carrying in the network. Okay. I'm just saying, you sleep on 50 Cent, but... His sh- people watch his shows. No, I I understand that. You his- just don't think it's okay. It's not the best acting. It's not the best. Okay. everything. When what was it? Raising Cane. Yeah. Whenever that Raising girl. Raising yeah. when, when that girl starts to. Oh my god! And she's singing in the bathroom or whatever, and yeah. it's going through the whole cast, and they're all just like, like sad, and she's just like singing, like why, why they do that. I don't know. That was pretty bad. It was bad. That was horrible. Did you win and it's finish like, the rest of the season? Uh, I did. Uh, I finished uh, the rest of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I did finish the rest of okay. it, though. I'm just saying, 50 Cent popping out here in these streets. All right. And he just gave Monique a job on BMF. The BMF's uh, Black Mafia Family, that show. I yeah, haven't been watching Never heard it. of it. Yeah, BMF is the Black Mafia family. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, what was they, a big criminal organization in Detroit, I believe, or something like that? 
I think so. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. I think BMF is out of Detroit, and they were pretty much like, you know, they sold the drugs, and they it was like, they called themselves the mafia. I wouldn't say they were that, but they're a criminal organization, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And um, most of them guys are dead or in jail at this point. But she's playing like the mom or something for some part in there, and they show her with the cast and everything. So nice. Yeah, she got Good a little little job. Maybe this will get her another job from somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sick of Monique. Yeah. The whole thing. And Lee Daniels finally apologized to her. Mm-hmm. And was like, I'm so sorry. It's like, he's still not giving you another job. Right. Nobody is. And Tyler Perry, you told Oprah and Tyler Perry to suck your dick. You can't do that. <laughs> it's like Monique. You can't say that to Oprah. Everybody know that. You, you can't say that to Oprah? You cannot disrespect Oprah and think you're going to be working, girl. Mm-hmm. You know how much money Oprah got and how many strings she can pull, how many people she can call, more re- how many resources she got that you don't have? Literally, like, if I was doing a show, it don't matter how much integrity I got and how many morals I got. If I'm doing a show on Oprah and say, I don't want Monique on it, Monique, you got to go because Oprah made the call and she the boss. Oprah's <laughs> she, the boss? She everybody boss. Nah. Like, you, if Oprah make a call and say, I don't want this person in there, she got to go. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Just from the respect that people give Oprah, just her word means a lot. It's like if Oprah making a call, you like I've put Monique out. Can we do some business together though? Mm-hmm. What yeah. if Stedman wants wants Monique out? Nobody care about Stedman. <laughs> okay. Everybody say like he's the best like side dude ever. Uh-huh. Like he does his part. He stay behind the scenes. He not all over everything. He just stay behind the scenes and like. Get his little allowance and, and he doesn't shut need up. an allowance. He's an author. He's isn't he a lawyer? I believe he ain't living that lifestyle without Oprah. <laughs> He'd be comfortable with. He'd be it. comfortable, but not that comfortable. <laughs> you ain't on jets and going to different islands and stuff like that all the time. If it ain't for Oprah, uh-huh. you'd be a little be comfortable with your little author salary and the little money you made on your own, whether it's a few million. But when you're talking about billions, that's a whole different lifestyle. When you can literally snap your finger and people just come rub your feet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not living like that off the money he made by himself. So, he his best bet is just shut up and just keep doing what you're doing so you can keep on living. That you already older. You don't need to, like, reduce your lifestyle right now. Keep it to the status quo. Keep it just how it is. Right. <laughs> Everybody always talk about Stedman. It's like, um, what's his first name? I don't know. Is Stedman his first name? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know? I don't know. Stedman, Stedman? I think Stedman is his first name. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his last name is. It's funny. Yeah, I don't know. That whole situation is funny to me. Mm-hmm. Everybody always say Gail is her girlfriend. It's like... Oprah has not said any of these things. Oprah has not mentioned anything. But Gail's about, always there. I know, but nobody. But people just assume. Like people just make up the own their own story. Right. And those are the rumors that go around. But okay, what would you say a rumor is? Somebody just a rumor is somebody just saying something, or the rumor is something that's true that's being spread around. No, a rumor is a rumor. It's it's something that is being spread around. Right. But it's not based on any factual. 
evidence because then it would be a fact. It wouldn't be a rumor. Right. Okay. So somebody just made this up and then it just spread around and now that's the narrative. Right. Everybody just say But it like, doesn't mean that it has to, I think that it's just not factual. Right. There's, there's no factual evidence behind it. Right. Right. A rumor could be true. Right. But there's no factual but, but evidence behind it. But you don't know because right. it's a rumor. Exactly. Yeah. So this rumor just started going around and people saying this and now she's just labeled with Oprah messing with Gail. It's mm-hmm. like who just decided that that was going to be her narrative and like just stick that on her? Mm-hmm. It's because she don't give people information. So when you don't give people information, people will make up the information. Right. It's, I don't know. It's a crazy world we live in. <laughs> so you know what? Um, one thing I have an issue with. What? So when I'm at work, I um, if I make a sandwich or make breakfast or something like that to eat at work, mm-hmm. I'll put paper towels over my food. Yeah. And the big part of why I do it is, well, mainly because of the fruit flies. That's one of them. Um, you know, in the summertime, you get fruit yeah. flies and stuff like that. But the other part is I don't like when people come up to me and they're like, oh, what are you eating? Like, mm-hmm. it is the worst pet peeve for me. I hate every second don't, of don't it. Don't make your food look so good. Well, I can't eat it if it don't look good. Okay. So, yeah, I'll make my food look a certain way. And then when I go back there, everybody's like, their heads turn and they're like, what's that? What's that? And I hate that. Mm-hmm. Don't look at what I'm eating. You're not eating it. It has nothing to do with you. Mind your business. Uh-huh. I don't do that to anybody else. I don't be like, oh, what do you have there? What's that? Oh my, like, I for some reason it just bothers me. Mm-hmm. So other day at work, I have, uh, I made me a Reuben and I have the Reuben sitting there and it's underneath paper towel. And people are going and lifting up the paper towel to look at my sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the, what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, but this has happened a lot to you. This has happened a lot. Right. Every so don't place put the I, paper towel over it. Every place I work, people are going and they're lifting up the paper Can towel. Can you put like wrap around it? No. Because I it'll put, get soggy? Well, I'll put the paper towel so I could just eat and then put it back down. and then Because oh, I, I don't eat it all at once. I'm working and eating. Right. You so want to take a bite here and a bite and there. A bite there, right. So I just cover yeah. it with paper towel. Okay. And then, like, I see people lifting up the paper towel. Like, even when I worked at David's, I saw a girl. She's eating her food next to where mine was. And she's stuffing her mouth and at the same time taking her hand and lifting. And I was like, can you not do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I just, well, it's not yours. So don't do that. You're eating your food over there. And then you're lifting up the paper towel to look at my food. Like, don't touch my food. Okay. It's literally sitting there with a paper towel over so it so it? you don't touch What's it. What's the point? I'm just annoyed by it. I don't know why this is a pet peeve of mine, but, like, it bothers me that people are so curious, like little babies, that they got to lift up paper. People want to know what's under it. What's in the why? box. Why? It's just, it is just what it is. It has nothing to do with you. So? So then the girl, she puts a note on my sandwich on top of it that said, no touch. And I was like, Jamie, you wrote this and put this on top of my paper towel mm-hmm. and she was like i saw people looking under it so i put no touch because i know you don't like it i was trying mm-hmm. to look out for you i'm like other people was looking she was like i saw a couple people looking under the paper towel that's why i put the note on there yeah so then i was like thanks guys apparently i can't eat my food back here because you guys are children but you can though so i throw it in the garbage you threw it away yeah everything so now i just eat not around them mm-hmm. because they can't seem to like have something with a paper towel over it sit there without touching it That's cool. 
Oh, it's so frustrating. A lot of people are so crazy. I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah, so I've been uh I've had a eventful week at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about this because I don't care. They hired this girl named Whisper Wolf. No. Yep, I said it. What's she gonna do? Do something. <laughs> Who cares? But they hired this girl and nightmare. Like I feel like some people should just should never be around food or be in kitchens. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the younger generation shouldn't be in kitchens. Like one day she wore a mini skirt and fishnet stockings mm-hmm. and she didn't understand like why she couldn't wear that. And it's like because if you get hot oil on your leg it hurt. <laughs> like it's for safety. Right. As you wear kitchen clothes in the kitchen. Right. And I've seen that happen in multiple places where people like burn their legs because they the kitchen people allow them to wear shorts in mm-hmm. the kitchen. They always burn their legs, right? And it's like that's why I never wear shorts in the kitchen. So I just it's been an eventful week with this child that they hired, just because she has no business being in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and then she likes her mini skirts and like I don't think she wears panties either, which is another problem. Like I don't understand. Why would girls be walking around with no panties on? Some people want to be free. This old man that I met told me that he don't even own underwear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you don't stink. He's like, I never stink. And I'm like, I don't own underwear or socks. It's like, you just walk around like that every day? Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't had none in years. I'm like, disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's like, people, you have to put on underwear. No, you don't need it. Some people don't like it. Well, you're supposed to have it, though. Why? Especially women. Like, especially when maybe guys don't have to. I don't know. I don't know guys' uh-huh. situations. But I think for women, like, you can't just be walking around with open ass. Uh-huh. Like, you're supposed to have pennies on. And then more guys look at you, too. If you don't have pennies on, they can tell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she don't got pennies on. Yeah. They're missing the VPL, Carmen. What's that? The visible panty line. Oh, that's what it uh, yeah. is. That's an abbreviation for it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have an abbreviation. Oh, my well, God. Well, I'll tell you, um, I've decided that uh, I was going to get some new underwears because I talked a few weeks ago about the uh, the Hanes Comfort, uh, comfort whatever they call they got the fabric around the strap, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I get them every now and again, and then they never fit. Like, every few years I get some, and they just don't fit right. They've, they're cut weird. Yeah. You know, it's like they got too much room in some spaces, not enough in the other. Yeah. I don't like the only underwear like that. And then, like, I'm looking at the, I was like, I need to get some new undies. And then I'm looking at the thing, and I'm like, it's so expensive, mm-hmm. you know? And then... I was like, well, you already have to pay this much money for just the cheap underwear. Right. I was like, I'm going to, I was talking to my buddy Ian. I was like, hey, man, how much is too much to spend for underwear? And he said, you know what? I spent a lot of money on under, on, on underwear. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because it's like the closest, you know, mm-hmm. to your body. You know, it's basically the most important, you know, piece of your, unless you don't wear it. You know, that's what I'm trying to money. say. That's it's important to have underwear. So it's you know the most uh, it's the most important piece of your your wardrobe. So I I went to 
Duluth Trading Company, mm-hmm. and I bought a few pairs of undies from there. They're like twenty bucks a pair. Kirk, you spent so much money on underwear; it's crazy. <laughs> I'm three pair of underwear. I was looking at you like, boy, you. You think it's too much? I think but... you bougie. Even your house slippers cost too much. <laughs> but Carmen, they. It's just, this is my this is my I'm a Duluth man now. I'm a Duluth undies man. I got three different cuts and I like them all. Yeah, they're so comfortable. At first they make you me looked at them and you're like, mm, I don't like, like I don't these. Know, I don't like that. these. And then you put it, you wore them. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, this is where it's at. Yeah, two of them, two of the pair I got, they're made from recycled bottles. Mm-hmm. So I'm helping the environment. Yeah, you know, you can justify spending that much money on underwear if you want. Right. Yeah. I mean, I that's think so. the thing. You can spend money on anything you want. You work hard, so you should. I mean, for me, I just, some things I just cannot, like, get through my head spending that much money on. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to spend money on anything, but you spend a lot of money on other things. <sighs> Grocery shopping. Grocery shopping. Yeah. Cigarettes. Yeah, that's true. You know, but it's like I couldn't. We, when you add up how many cigarettes I pay for in a month, yeah, the numbers look di- different. Right. But like when I go to the but store, but if you didn't buy those cigarettes, you'd have all that extra money that you could buy expensive underwear with. I wouldn't buy the underwear though. I the, know, but you the could. problem is when but I go get could, those cigarettes, though. it's ten bucks at a time. Right. So I can get that through my brain. Right. But if I went to go buy cigarettes and like, it was fifty bucks every time, uh-huh. that's a problem. There's no way. Well, I one day it will be. On it. No, it's not. Yes, it will. They don't get rid of them before that time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so basically, when you think about it, it's ten bucks a pack now these days. Yeah. There's twenty in a pack. Yeah. It's fifty cents you just burned up. Right. Every time you smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Every time you halfway smoke a cigarette, that's a quarter you just threw on the ground. Right. What do you think about that? Don't you think feel like you're just burning money? Absolutely, but it's it's okay because I mean. Mentally, for me, it's okay because I'm only spending ten bucks at a time. Uh-huh. What I'm that's what I'm saying. Right. But I'm not gonna go spend like fifty dollars on a underwear. Right. Like when I went to Victoria's Secret and got like that lingerie stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, so expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like, why am I buying this? <laughs> well, though, but that one pack of cigarettes lasts three days. Yeah. Two days. Yeah. Two three days. One day, depending yeah. on the day. Depending on the day. Right. That's one day for $10. Right. Those underwears cost $20. They last months. Months, I, Carmen. Kirk, I get it. Months. I, I get it. This is the thing. You don't You don't uh, believe in the, in the investing of something. I I uh, tried to get you an electric bike. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it costs too much. And I like think about all the money you spent on Uber. Yeah. You wouldn't have to spend it on that. Yeah. So then every time you don't use the Uber, you you spend it on the bike. Yeah. And then you come out ahead. Yeah. Right. I don't know. But you want to spend that $6 a time on Uber. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'm difficult. It's okay. I'm difficult we'll sometimes. Yeah. We'll get there one day. But <laughs> I think that's all we have time for. Yeah, you think so? Yes. All right. Um. Well, thank you guys for listening to the 100th episode of the Sweet Gravy Podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube and every other streaming platform. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye.